All right, welcome back to episode number two of Hustle and Soul. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. I was about to say something. We're still <laughs> figuring this out. Um, I appreciate everybody who's left us feedback, left, told us nice things, bad things, all that kind of stuff. We appreciate honest, genuine feedback. Keep it real. Keep it real. Yeah. I mean, we, we can't get any better if you guys are fluffing it up and not giving us the real raw uh, opinion. But we're back at it for episode two. And I think for today's topic, we wanted to talk about something that I think not a lot of people can relate to. But I think the people that are going through this, like us, definitely would like a little more insight or hear other people's stories. Because I think yeah. it's, it's an important topic. And what we're talking about now is pregnancy during COVID. You know, we got pregnant and it wasn't a COVID baby. We actually found out March 12th. Good. And the official lockdown in California was March 13th. Yeah. So once we found out we were pregnant, everything shut down. So it was a very bittersweet moment because we didn't know what was happening, what the fate it of was humanity scary. was. It was very scary. And, you know, we're we've been dealing with it since a lot has changed. Um, small things like even going to the hospital or to the doctor appointments together is, is becoming such an odd thing and odd stories that we hear. Um, very sentimental. Yeah. But that's something that we want to talk about today. And I think. You know, regardless of all that, I definitely want to give Arlene her props because she's definitely been very strong, very resilient and powered through this entire process, you know, from small things like we work out every day. So we go at least to the park, walk one to two miles. Um, after that, during the day, she works out at some point. It's getting hard. It's getting harder now for sure. And, you know, you still do the household things. You still cook because I'm at the office, so you ca I can't make you lunch. Um, I try sometimes, but doesn't always work out in my favor. You still, you know, do the grocery store runs and all that kind of stuff whenever I can't be around. So I think you're definitely... And I work. And you work. Yeah, you work at, from home and it's it's a it's an intense job. Like, you know, it's stuff that you have to manage your time wisely and figure things yeah. out on the fly. So I definitely want to give you the credit you deserve. Thank you. But yeah, so pregnancy during COVID. I mean, I'll let you take lead on this. It's such a crazy time. I feel like it's such a crazy time and it's very sentimental and it's a little emotional and I'm not a sentimental person and I'm not I'm, I'm not someone who shows their emotion. Um, I keep things to myself and I think like you're my person so I rely on you a lot. Yeah. But it has been very crazy and I 100% did not ever picture my pregnancy ever going like this. In the end of the world? In the end of the world in 2020 and just 2020 in general in general is just so sad and it feels like such a downtime. And granted, I feel like I'm very blessed with what we do have and even if the world's falling apart, like our situation is still very positive. Yeah. Um, but it's just so weird. And I also think like on Instagram, everyone is pregnant. Yeah. So that is a little, I guess, fulfilling in a way because I feel like a lot of major like Instagram influencers, celebrities. You think everybody was like, yo, that world's going to end. Let's just like do it. YOLO. That's kind of what you did. That's kind of what really, you no, said. No, no. Okay, so kind that's... Kind of. I, well, we'll tell the story, but... I honestly... not. I don't want to say I have a problem, but I don't like that people want to put us in that bucket of like, oh, you guys had no. nothing to do. Like, Yeah, we're definitely not in that bucket, but I meant the Kobe thing. Kobe? Kobe. When you, remember you told me you were like, 
I'll never forget, like, it hit me when COVID oh, passed. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So, backstory, backstory, backstory. We drove up to Santa Barbara with my parents to celebrate their birthday. Yeah. And we stopped in Agora Hills. Mm-hmm. And... We had breakfast We had the day breakfast before. the day before. And I think that was, like, the area where the yeah. accident Yeah, so we happened. made we made this this comment of, like, oh, this is a really nice area. Like, we, yeah. st- we exited. I forgot what the exit was. And we specifically remember, like, this area is... We made a point of something about this area. Yeah, something about that area. Whatever. Had breakfast. Yeah. Went to Santa Barbara. Did our thing. And then spent the night. I remember we had, like, sushi. Um, and then we woke up the next day. And we were going to, like, a garden. Mm-hmm. And we are about to lose service, remember? Yeah. And that's when we saw TMZ. And mm-hmm. we were, like... No. And you didn't want to believe it. And we didn't believe it. We hung out outside just to kind of fill it out a little bit. And we kept seeing these updates. And it got to the point where I think ESPN or somebody. At everybody. ABC, somebody notable. Like or no, LA Times. LA Times actually oh, yeah, posted yeah. a tweet. Yeah. And we were like, holy shit, this is true. And I think we, we all kind of were in shock and didn't know what to do. And it's crazy because it's a celebrity. It's a person you don't know. But it's somebody that. It's I, also Kobe. Like, we, he was our we, hero. Yeah, we grew up with Kobe. And that, that was our <laughs> era. Yeah. And that's funny that you wore that yeah, shirt. Yeah. And, um, it's crazy. Yeah, so it really, it really, really hit us. Cutting to the point, um, we get to the outlets, we see the confirmed reports from everywhere, and it's showing, not only does it hurt that Kobe passed, but then it shows that Gigi was in the plane, yeah. or the helicopter as well. And that's when it really hurt. It really, like, we couldn't get out of the car, the outlets. Like, your parents were out, we were in the car, we were we literally crying. crying because of all this. We even said, like, yo, like, life's too short. Like, let's, yeah. let's have a family. Let's do the things we said we wanted to do. Let's, like what are we waiting for? Like this life is yeah. literally too short. Like we don't want our parents to not be able to enjoy our, their grandkids. Yeah. So that's kind of how, like, what kind of seeded the idea for us. And we just became very like, yeah, if it happens, it happens um, since then. And it ended up happening. And we found out again, March 12th and then the whole world shut down and you know, everything has been not what we expected, but I still try to take things as the glass half full yeah. because there's, there's really, pros and cons to this whole situation. I always say there's really nothing I can compare it to. So, like, during your routine appointments, like, I'm able to drive you, but I can't go into the actual clinic or hospital. I can't mm-hmm. be in the waiting room. I literally have to be in the car parked outside waiting or FaceTiming you mm-hmm. to see anything. Um, it's hard. It's so hard. And even just with that, FaceTiming you in the doctor, And you don't get good, good service. The, the audio is so choppy. stressful. Like, this might sound dramatic, but I don't think it, unless you've experienced it, you actually can internalize how stressful it is. Like I have to go to the doctor's appointment and have you take it in mind. Like you have to do things like check in. You have to do things like pee in the cup. You have to go wait outside, like come. Okay. And then as soon as the nurse comes, and like, you're masked up the whole time. You're masked up. So it's like already stressful enough. Like the nurse comes in and it's like, okay, like I'm going to give you a shot or we're going to do this today, this, 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 and the blood pressure and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh shit, by that, like five minutes already passed by and I haven't even FaceTimed Barry. Yeah. So he's already, he automatically just misses out like on those little on the things. Full experience, yeah, really. on the full experience. And I, I try to be positive when people ask, like, yo, does it bum you out? Or like, how do you feel about that? And it's like, I really have nothing to compare it to. I can't be like, oh, like yeah. my last kid, I was in the hospital, I was in the room, I was every, all that kind of stuff. I have nothing to compare it to. So this is my experience. And it's kind of like, it is what it is. And I, I, mm-hmm. I really am trying to see the positive in it because if I see the negative and like kind of become disappointed like i think i'm gonna hold resentment and that's what i don't want for me it's like completely different though because 
I've been a lot around a lot of pregnant yeah, people. Yeah, for sure. So you've experienced those things and it's this yeah. is not how you expect. This is not how any of us expected it. No. And I don't need people to like treat me a certain way. Right. But I think like the idea of how like I've seen other people be treated while they were pregnant and just the experiences that they've had. Yeah, so like I mean taking For me it's like completely Taking opposite. from that it's like if you see like if there's a pregnant person in your family, traditionally, like the family's yeah. all over that person, they're like smothering them, mm-hmm. they're bringing them food, gifts, hanging out with them, whatever. In our case, like even if they wanted to, they can't because of COVID. because of COVID, we can't have any guests or visitors at the yeah. house, and your dad has an autoimmune disorder that mm-hmm. kind of like puts him at a high risk. So we're really, really like locking ourselves in and yeah. minimally exposing ourselves as much as possible. We don't go to restaurants. We don't eat out. Yeah. We don't go to bars. We don't do any of the stuff that people are doing on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're literally, I go to the office, which is about 10, 15 minutes from my house. I'm there with my two business partners. We're just locked in mm-hmm. working. And then I come straight home. The most we do is go to Target, go to the grocery store. Go walk. Go walk at the park, masked mm-hmm. up. So that's a bit, that's been a little bit of our experiences. But I think there are people who it's it's difficult like especially if you're if you're at a high risk in your pregnancy whether it's your age whether it's health reasons Mm -hmm. like that makes it a lot more stressful Mm -hmm. so it's like these moments that you're supposed to be happy about and like like want to share to the world you almost feel like guilty doing so because of everything going on and like for sure you can't enjoy it so i think you know it's rough it is tough and um it's just been a crazy journey in general so obviously i've been pregnant since about like february we honestly think it's a valentine's baby <laughs> I, honestly, I always told myself if we ever got pregnant i would want to like i i know where it fucking happened when it Lord. happened i can't fucking remember it. i think it was a valentine's baby um, i don't remember what we did for valentine's day you never remember anything this but we sta- actually stayed home so that's why i think it was a valentine's that baby that sounds smart on my end <laughs> Going out on Valentine's Day. Um, so I've been Scam. pregnant, yeah, since February, which is so crazy to think about because in February and even before that, I was training for a half marathon, the, the Nike Women LA, which ended up getting canceled because of COVID. I remember the last the last milestone story. for that, you had ran 13 miles straight or something. Dude, yeah, I was almost there, which is super yeah. upsetting because that was like a really big goal of mine and I was yeah. almost going to accomplish it and I was going to accomplish it pregnant, which is like such a fucking... The badass. <laughs> yeah, it's so badass. And then it got canceled. And then it got canceled, but I'll be back next year. Yeah. Um, I already told Barry like... I'm running with a stroller. <laughs> but I already told him, the first, as soon as I get cleared by my doctor after I have the baby, like I'm going to the park and I'm running three miles. Like that's my goal. So everybody please hold me accountable. Um, but yeah, so I've been pregnant for a while now. Um, and I started feeling like I I didn't get my period. So for a while, like a month and I was like, bars, you know, we might be pregnant. It was that Thursday, the 12th of March. And I was like, I'm going to do a target run and I'm just going to buy a pregnancy test. Like just to see what happens. Cause why not? Cause why not? And it was also crazy covid time and i remember there was toilet paper at target and i texted you i was like should i get toilet paper and you're like "Mm." but we didn't think it was that serious we didn't realize the extent of it at that point yeah and i was like should i get toilet paper because i feel like maybe we'll need toilet paper because everyone's talking about toilet paper yeah and you're like "Mm, just grab one to be safe and i probably should have grabbed more because there was still toilet paper there um but yeah i did that whole thing at target and you were out that day shooting content ever size yeah 
and I was home alone, bored, and it was like cold, whatever. You're just bored, like, yeah, let me take this pregnancy I test. I was you know? bored, and I was like, should I wait for Barry? And I think you asked me to wait for you, but come on, like, look at who you're talking to. So I remember, and honestly, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't think it would come out positive. So I was just like, whatever, I'm gonna take it. So I took it, take one, positive. And I'm just like, just still in denial, like not even in like a negative way, just like, what? You know? <laughs> so then You're in whatever, denial. I'm in denial. So I take two and then it's like, all right. So then I text you and I'm like, send you photo. And I'm like, dude, I think we're pregnant. And it's like a long time that Barry doesn't reply because like it, he's at work. It's funny because like uh, looking back at it now, we see like shows and movies and like how like the girl surprises the, the partner. Like, yeah. oh, like we're pregnant. I kind of regret not surprising and you now. I, I literally, she was, she was blowing on my phone <laughs> and I didn't pick up because I was shooting content. So I was shooting video photos, all that kind of stuff. And then you text me. I forgot what you said. And again, I didn't reply. Like, yeah. I just felt my phone vibrating. He, this is like normal day to day when Barry doesn't reply to me. I, I, I just saw my phone vibrating. And then I opened my phone up when I got a break. And I had to see like, miss call, miss call, miss all text. I opened up the text messages. It says like, hey, call me, whatever. And then I think you just skipped the waiting process. And it was like pregnancy test. Like, so it's positive. And I was yeah. just like. I was like, ah, I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to react. It's like, so weird. Yeah. And I always thought like it'd be different and more like magical. Like not, not, I guess. not that I wasn't happy about it, but it was just like, it was like sprung on me. Like, boom, you're pregnant. I didn't know how to feel either, which is like super fair because. And that was before lockdown. So the things were like already on edge literally and all that kind of stuff. Before lockdown, guys. Yeah. So, so it, was, it was like mixed feelings. It's like we're happy because it yeah. happened. But we're also like, we don't, we, how do we share this news well, I don't even think we thought about that. No, yeah. like how how do you like become happy about this when everything's going to shit? Yeah, that's like you know, that it was very difficult on like mixed emotions and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So yeah, you came home and I just remember I cried just because I I didn't know how to feel and yeah. just because I knew my life was about to change, and I wasn't sad because obviously like that's a blessing, and I just remember like we were crying and you were like I was crying you're like it's gonna be okay like blah blah blah, yeah. and then I was like well where do you go from here like what do i do like i've never been what's pregnant before step? like what's the first step so, so i think that's when we realized like this is not going to be a normal pregnancy because yeah. you had a physical setup for like i think that week or the next yeah, week been so crazy and that's when things started going up in the air and all doctor's appointments like if you had a physical like they canceled you like anything that yeah. was not covid related so yeah so the next day la goes on lockdown and we're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what do I do? So I just remember because of the lockdown, they did cancel my physical. And I, I, I had a new job, like fairly new job. I've been at my job for like about a year now. But at that time, it was super fresh. So I had just switched insurance. Yeah. So I was just trying to find a primary care doctor. And then my primary care doctor had called me to cancel mm -hmm. my appointment because of covid because they weren't so seeing you had people never in met person. a primary doctor yeah. so i had never met my primary care doctor and usually your primary care doctor refers you to your ob who's your doctor throughout your pregnancy uh -huh. and so i'm like well which is all stuff that we had no idea of i had no idea and like granted yes you can find everything on the internet but I'm like more of like resourceful person. And it's not like you can just like phone a friend because it's so early on. You don't really want to share the news because yeah. you, you want to wait. Make sure it's everything's so good weird. before you. Because we have a lot of I mean, you have a lot of cousins who have all gone through pregnancies and all that kind of stuff. So we could have easily reached out 
But since it's so early on and plus COVID, like you don't want to share these notes in case anything yeah. happens. So I call my primary care doctor's office and I'm like, yo, you canceled my appointment. Yeah. I just found out I was pregnant. Basically, just tell me what to do. Yeah. So I can figure it out. So they gave me the number to Cedars um, Rotating Center, Mm -hmm. which I didn't really know what that meant yet. Right. So I made an appointment, go there. And the first thing they tell me is, just want you to know that this is a rotating center, which means that you'll probably see a doctor, a different doctor every single time. And that like the The doctor delivering the baby could be one of these four. That's the thing they emphasize. Like we have a group of like six to eight rotating doctors. So that means the doctor that will deliver your baby isn't really guaranteed. And it's up. It's basically up it's for one, of the, one of those in the clinic. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, yeah. it's just preferences at that point. Like most people want, like I think with us, we never had an experience with a dedicated OB. So that was kind of just what we were throwing. Yeah. In. So I told Barry, like, let's just try it out and see where it goes from here. And there was nothing wrong with it. We, and there was nothing wrong the, with the it. The doctor we usually saw was always the same one. And she was amazing. Yeah. She was really great. She was great. But I started getting anxiety about having a different doctor deliver the baby. Just not knowing your your personal yeah. uh, birth plan. Or and then I started watching stuff. YouTube videos, which yeah. is like a whole rabbit hole. That actually is, I think, what helped keep us positive throughout everything. Because yes. that's the time that Desi Perkins had her whole Desi. experience with her fertility, her fertility journey. Yeah. So I think we saw that. And then seeing us get pregnant, we saw that as such a blessing because there's people out there who yes. can't. So instead of taking it in any type of negative light, we were like, let's be positive. Let's, you know, be thankful and, and grateful for what we're Definitely. about to, you know, get on. Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of also what helped us give that, you know, positive fuel that we needed to for sure. move forward. And we also have a doula, which we'll also touch on a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I think she's like helped ground us and like for remind sure. us like, OK, even though. We're not having a baby shower, even though we don't see our family. We still have each other. You still have to see the positives and everything. I have a job. Yeah. A lot I of people have insurance. Are, a lot of people are in worse, worse shoes than we are. So I think. We, yeah. And we have a healthy pregnancy. Yeah, have which a healthy is, relationship, healthy pregnancy. Yeah, everything is positive. You have to see things for what you have versus what you don't have. Yeah. But, and I think um, this is also important. And I hope this is helpful because. I feel I've never been a mom. So I, and I think it's funny because our doula actually told us this, like being a parent or like your, your daddy, you're adding your dad pin to you and I'm adding like my mommy badge to myself. So this is like a different phase for me Mm -hmm. and I don't know shit. Like I'm (laughs) still lost. I don't know what are the best products. But I think you never really do. My shorts are tight as hell. I think (laughs) think you really never know what you're doing until you just do it. And yeah. And I'm not a super like, I like to figure things out as I go, which is fine. But that being said, there are a lot of people who like to be in the know. And there are a lot of people who like to give their opinion. And there are a lot of people who are excited about mommy things. So I think that this is a cool topic to touch on because it's a different experience. And even on Instagram, I feel like not, not bad, but there's people that send me messages and they're like, I feel so bad for you because you're not able to have a baby shower. Yeah. Or or like things like that. And I try to like be positive about those things. And I don't know, like, I just feel like people, whether they have good intentions or bad intentions, like they like this topic. But I think we'll, we'll take that. We'll, we'll take that in a positive way. Like Mm -hmm. let's, let's share our story. Let's hope that helps somebody in some way, shape or form.
jumping back to the doula situation, I think that's something that we, I'm very proud that we did that because I think that's helped us mentally prepare for what's to come. Yeah. And I think emotionally and, and get our relationship in order. It's, it's like a therapist meets a yeah some sort of a medical ed- expert in a sense. They're not a doctor. They're not. A They're doctor. not a doctor. Um, but they definitely help us with your mental state as to like what to expect, what's going to happen with your body changes, how to react to certain you know aches, pains, mental hormones, whatever uh, massages, you know all these uh, natural remedies to like help certain symptoms that you may be having and i think that's stuff that we would never get with a doctor for sure so i think that's a definite positive and she also checks us like she's yeah, she, she, she checks us she's like arlene you make sure you're acting right like barry are make, you acting right yeah. like are you and vice versa healthy? check each other and like yeah. she, she's on that because it's the same thing it's like it's there's a lot of emotions going on both sides like obviously you're pregnant your hormones are ramping up and you know you're going through certain things that i can't relate to and i can't experience At all. honestly <sighs> I'm about to shit on you, but being pregnant is so crazy because I don't want to say I'm a superhero, but I kind of am. You are. You got uh, a, you got a fucking Martian <laughs> growing in I'm you. a Martian in my belly. But on a serious note, like being pregnant is such a like empowering thing in a very weird way. And before me being pregnant like to me like no me podía decir nada like to me <laughs> i am not the person you come tell what to do how to be how to act like you yeah. can't tell me you can't regulate me like i'm not that type of person so i feel like now that i'm pregnant and after i give birth it's like Good yo luck. it is over like i am a badass yeah. and it's so crazy because your body goes through all of these things all of these changes like you're legs your boobs everything's massive as hell like don't even get me started on the nipples that's an earthquake happening so just as we're talking about the world falling apart what the fuck (laughs) 4.3 magnitude south of san gabriel 4.6 whatever that shit was that's on a tripod on a steady tripod that's on some messed up rig but that was pretty nuts that was kind of scary i'm here talking about my nipples and then literally the earth is shaking anyways let's get back to what we're talking about so i was just saying um i don't even remember but your body changes and all that your body changes but it's so crazy because i feel like the woman goes through everything and sometimes i'll be going through something or I'm feeling something or I'll get like cramps or things like that. And I look at him and I'm like, you, you don't have no feel idea. anything. Yeah, like you really don't feel and I, anything. And I get it. And I think that's that's what the doula comes into play because she also makes makes me see your way, your point mm-hmm. of view and you see my point of view. Because it it's, it's, can be seen as selfish as far as like the male never gets to experience what you're going through and all that kind of stuff. I don't but, think it's selfish. I just think like you're genuinely no, like no, no, no. I'm saying it could, out because, of tune sometimes. Because even though we're not physically experiencing what you're going through, we also deal with the stresses of trying to take care of you or trying to, trying to like cope with what's going on yeah. and like help you. And it, it's hard for us to see you in pain or for, for males to see their women in pain and not know what to do. And I think a doula helps you kind of get your mental state right and make sure you guys are asking the right questions to each other, make sure you're empathizing, making sure you're all on the same page. Cause at the end of the day, we're on the same team. So yeah. I think that's something that you don't really check yourself on unless you have somebody like a doula who works kind of like a therapist in a sense. For sure. 
And uh, shout out to Jess. She's an amazing person, an amazing doula. She came through. She taught us a lot of different massages, gave us some good resources, some books, some um, really good goodies for the kid, the kid, for our child. For soul. For soul. <laughs> and, you know, I think I'm very appreciative of that. That's something that I, I normally wouldn't have thought about, but I'm glad you reached out to her mm-hmm. and we made it all work. Yeah, we did. And I think it's been very beneficial for us because like i said it really does feel like we're alone in this journey and this kind of bridges that gap between like you know when we're not able to see the doctor as often and if you have any direct questions we can ask jess even though she's not a doctor she's able to answer any question related towards like as far as like pains or like things symptoms that you'll be feeling or like questions to ask your doctor or things to consider like a birth plan like i never knew like i even asked like what does a birth plan consist of like i had no idea what Mm -hmm. it is like it's things you hear about on tv and on shows and stuff yeah yeah sorry but but yeah she definitely puts things in perspective and helps you ask the right things and be thinking about the right things yeah should we talk about why we're not having a baby shower yeah so which now, sucks. Now that we so have, hard. we're trying to get our mental right. We're trying to be positive during this whole yeah. experience. But one thing that we both mutually decided on was not having a baby shower. And that's just, it was a difficult decision because we've always envisioned a specific I event. always envisioned, obviously, I haven't had a wedding. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. Straight up. But... I always pictured like a big, beautiful baby shower. And in my family, um, typically they'll have two baby showers. And that's like from my family. Because the family's that big. (laughs) Because the family's big, but it's typically from like our side and then from the partner side. So like my cousins. Because the family's too big to host one. Because the family's too big to host one. But I always pictured like one really big baby shower and even when i got pregnant like i still had hope because it was very early on march yeah we're now in se- september um so i always picture like a big baby shower i ta- yeah. like i talked to bear about like having it in a venue or renting like this huge airbnb or just having like a really nice but your family is way too much for that full-on baby we need, shower. if we have a baby shower including like my family's not as you want to have it at okay, the house it out, it and i'm just like check it out i understand i understand but your family, the parties that we have with them, they go past midnight, obviously. So they have to be at least 2 a.m. The bar has to be endlessly flowing. Yeah. And people get wild. And it's like, it's a fun time. I, I love those parties and I appreciate those things. But you can't have that at a nice, bougie Airbnb where you got to be in by four, out by That's nine. That's besides the point. Like, I was going to figure out how I was going to have my really nice baby shower at a really nice venue somehow. Like, that was just like... <laughs> My vision, Barry kept like bringing it back to the house. Whatever, I'm a little whatever. realistic, you know what I mean? Stop. You cover the pool, you know, you whatever. have a dancer right there. We have Money. like a really nice backyard setting for a baby shower, but I always just pictured it like somewhere nice, like yeah. even if it was like a cocktail thing or like. But either way, we're not like having that. one. But we're so not having one, so it doesn't matter at the moment. I think we actually decided this a little bit early on. Um, and it sucks. I think now that we're like far along, but honestly, we're kind of over it, but it's, it's like, everything is very hard because uh, let me break it down. So I wanted my really big baby shower that I wanted to plan because I wanted a certain aesthetic yeah, that and only that's, you can curate. And it's, it's true because yeah. I think everybody has a different vision and wants to throw <clears throat> these things at you like, oh, this would be nice. This would be cool. But I think you've always had that vision for your parties. Yeah. For and your, I'm not saying that I don't like trust any of my family yeah, members. Just, you want what you want. And it's, but it's I want very, what it's, I it's want. An, it's not a birthday. 
it's different. Yeah, it's like my baby shower. It's a baby shower. So I always envisioned it like a very specific way. I was going to figure out my venue. Um, I kind of had an idea of like the event planners I wanted to hire yeah. and like things like that. And I told Barry, like, look, this is going to be my baby shower. So, so you, like, you got to just show up, basically. Not only me. that, but like budget is approved. Like it, that doesn't matter. Like She's that like, goes out the window. We've been saving. Like we have savings somewhere. So I was Please like, let <laughs> me know where that is. <laughs> so I was like, so I can like hide it do better. not complain about any of this. So that was like how I envisioned like throwing my own baby shower yeah. and all that good stuff. So this was like back early, early, early. And then. COVID hit, we quarantined, we quarantined hardcore. So, so we didn't want to take any chances. We didn't want to take any chances. It. And for us now, it's like it's September. <clears throat> it's September. It's still COVID. You still can't come to my doctor's visits. You're yeah. the only person that's allowed with me in labor. Only one person's allowed. So the doctor said, if I get COVID, I'm going in by myself. Right. If you get COVID, somebody else <laughs> comes in with me. And my mom's like, I'll come in with you. But like, I truthfully only want Barry to be in my labor. Like, I've just always thought about it that way. Um, so it's just like that. You're my only option. Like, yeah. you're the only person that's going to be in there with me no matter what. So again, what. it's just, there's no point in taking these unnecessary so it's, risks. Yeah, it's not worth taking these risks. I understand that everyone like wants to be out and about and like do their thing because it's hard to quarantine. Everybody has, yeah. I mean, we're and not. And everyone's entitled to do whatever they want because. But if you're out and about, like don't, don't get upset when we're telling you we don't want to hang yeah, out. That's, or we don't want yeah, around. that's our only thing because we've been super careful and we're 33 weeks now. So as yeah. of 36 weeks, we're going to like hardcore quarantine again. Yeah. And um, that's just our thing. Like, okay, everyone can do whatever they want, but. The results of it is us not having a baby shower. So we're really suffering at the end. Us. Yeah. And um, when it comes to like anything baby, obviously, we're going to do whatever it takes to protect ourselves. We're going to do whatever it takes to protect our baby, whether that means saying no to grandma, no to grandpa, no to aunt, no to yeah. whoever, because... I think we're mentally prepared for all that. Yeah, yeah, we're mentally prepared for all of that. And at the end of the day, like we still need to find a pediatrician. It's whatever the pediatrician says. If right. the pediatrician says... Everybody has to go get COVID tested, which is like crazy to like think about and even have to go through. But and that sucks. Like that's what we're going to have to do. Like everyone is going to have to send us the COVID test and make sure it's negative. And that's how they'll be able to see the baby. Like it's sad. It's so crazy because just going back to the beginning of this conversation, like this is our reality. This is our this is new what, reality. This is what our pregnancy journey has become. Yeah. And it's. Again, we try to be as positive as possible, but when you look at the facts and where we're at, it's 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 hard. It's hard, y'all. Like, not only that, but I think when you have a baby shower, that's when you get all of your gifts. That's been a big thing for us because a lot of our family, like, uh, especially like the older family, like they're unsure of how to order from our registry or like what's what or when do yeah. you send it. Usually, with for a baby shower, like everybody gets secures their gifts for that event. They show up with the at the event, yeah. and you get your gifts. So with us, we're so far along in the game, and we've had we've had a good amount of people definitely like bless us with certain gifts. Yeah, but there's a lot of grateful. there's a lot of things that we're just like, yo, we really need that. Should we just buy it ourselves? And yeah, we know like our family wants to give the stuff and. Yeah things like that but at the end of the day we also need to figure out what we need so like yeah. not having a baby shower means like no gifts which is fine because i'm like we don't expect anybody to give us anything, anything but since there's no date it's hard to know like is somebody trying yeah, to give that or should we so should we just weird. get it ourselves so i think we're at a point where we're just like like i just started ordering small stuff because i'm kind of like i rather have it like my last month 
I just I told Barry like I just picture it being chill. Yeah. I don't want to be bugged. Like I want everything that we've been doing in the house to be done. Like I just, and that means you have two weeks, by the way. <laughs> no pressure. Um, and I just want to zen and like fully embrace my pregnancy because honestly, like I don't feel like this pregnancy has been about me. Which is true. There's there's bigger things going on, but at the same yeah. time, you're pregnant and this is your journey. You want to feel special. Yeah. You want to enjoy it, and it's hard because you don't get that. Yeah. That feeling. And, that and it's and it's hard too because. I was telling my nail girl today. <laughs> venting. I was, I, we were venting, but I was like, I'm home alone all day. Yeah. And that takes a toll on you. And you sound like, I, 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 I'm pretty tough, but to be home all day and to work and to cook and like to do all those things, like I, I'm grateful because I don't have to drive an hour and a half to work every day and an hour and a half back and I yeah. get to work from home. And like I said, I'm grateful for all the things that I have. But at the same time, it's like I'm literally alone. Yeah, you'd want that experience to be different, and I yeah. understand that. And, and I, I and I feel like I haven't had that, mm-hmm. and it's like this pregnancy hasn't been like Arlene's pregnancy. It's just like and she's that, and pregnant. The crazy thing is that that's that's something that's very a serious topic because those things are what account for postpartum depression because you feel that resentment of your pregnancy and you didn't have that experience and that that trickles down to after the baby's born and that thing is that's real it's it's a big thing that we talked to our doula about but there are things that we're trying to be proactive about you know having these conversations you know there's herbal remedies there's it's a lot of mindset things but i think us mentally preparing for what's to come and accepting things that are going on like it's very important because otherwise yeah. you'd have those those resentment feelings and yeah. it, and I, I feel like I don't have resentment, but for me, I think like I I think I already told you too like the last month is gonna like I'm gonna cry. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> but no 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 like I'm gonna cry right now. Oh. <laughs> but I feel like the last month is like make it or break it because it's like we're gonna self quarantine and like Barry's gonna stay home, and it's like either like it goes really well or it doesn't. And I just want everything to go really well. Yeah, and it's really hard because like my whole pregnancy, there's been construction at the house. There's been COVID. Like there's been a massive earthquake. There's been a massive earthquake. Like it's that. the things we never expected to happen during our pregnancy that are yeah. going on. And it's, it's kind of our reality again. And it's, it's, it's things that we want to shed light on because I think there's other people, whether you're pregnant, whether you know somebody that's pregnant, things to consider and things to try to get in their head like you know it's not sure. it's not what you would expect like if you see the the At instagram all. posts and see all the positivity and the beauty behind yeah, it yeah it's so funny that's cool but that's not the reality <laughs> of it and that's kind of like going back to episode one about our relationship it's like yeah. it looks perfect online but like there's so many layers behind it and that's, that's kind so of funny. the same thing with the because pregnancy today someone was like your your pictures are so pretty or they're so perfect and i i literally pulled up to the front of the house yeah and I saw my clothes online, so someone came to pick up. Um, but they pulled up to the house, and I was like, that's not how I look like in real life. Like, <laughs> that's just a photo that yeah. I got ready for, and, like, they fixed the lighting. Like, yeah. that's not what I look like in real life. And this is why we are using our platform to have these conversations. Um, I hope this helps somebody. Yeah. I hope, you know, we are able to shed light on situations going on with us that, you know, and be mindful of people. Yeah, I like, think that's, I think that's like a big thing too because COVID the, is an extra layer on top of pregnancy, which is already like a crazy journey, especially when it's your first time. So like, just be mindful and like, 
watch the thing. I know like there's always like posts about like things you don't say to a pregnant person or like things you just don't say in general because they're kind of rude. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's a thing like little things like when people say like, oh, like you're tiny or you're so oh big God, or yes. whatever. Like those are it, I think people don't mean it in a malicious way, but it's just like you don't know how i feel as a pregnant person you obviously are going to feel self-conscious about your body you're it's changing in ways that you've never had before that's a whole different topic that's a longer (laughs) different topic but those are those little things like that is what people don't realize like you think you're complimenting but like oh you're so big and 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 they mean it in a nice way but like yeah people are sensitive and this is not saying just you but like in general because i'm I'm not sensitive so i can't imagine like how other people feel but like now being especially being the partner of the pregnant person and hearing somebody say certain things and you're just like that could have been taken pretty wrong. Pretty wrong. So if you're pregnant, we got you. Just be happy. We got you. Reach out to me on IG. If someone tells you something mean, let's go get them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I think you just make the best out of the situation and stay strong and just do what's best for you and your family. And I recommend a doula or I recommend whatever helps you and whatever makes you feel good and just positive like just be positive i know that sounds so cheesy and like everyone just throws that word around but yeah you have to take yourself out of your little bubbles this was definitely the sole portion portion of hustle and soul <laughs> all right so that was episode two of hustle and soul thank you guys for tuning in we appreciate it hope you guys got something out of it hopefully we're able to shed some light on pregnancy and complications during covid and experiences and hope you guys open your eyes to these different things that people are going through and become more empathetic and you know think about things a couple times before you say them right go make babies go make babies (laughs) life is short we just had a massive earthquake the world's falling apart what are you waiting for so make sure to like subscribe comment do all that i hope we're on apple Podcasts and spotify and all that whatever else is out there i'm gonna find a way to be up on there uh make sure to rate us leave a comment let us know what you feel dm us email us whatever you guys have questions if you guys want to hear certain topics please make sure to let us know yeah we do this for you guys what are we talking about next i have no idea but we'll find out we out